0: And welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell. And I'm Candace
1: Campos. If you ask a kid where food comes from, they'll probably say the store or maybe even their parents. And in fact, a lot of adults may not fully understand what it takes to get their meals onto their table. That's where Edible Education Experience comes in. Sounds fun, right? Well, they provide what they call a seed-to-table education, working with kids and adults to look at all facets of food.
0: So to tell us more about this organization and how it all works, we are joined by culinary educator, Erica Osti. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me today. So tell us about yourself. How do you become a culinary educator?
2: Well, I'm tuning in here from um, the Emerald Legacy Foundation Kitchen House and Culinary Garden. And so my journey, like many other culinary educators or chefs, is unique. Um, So, you know, from when I was a kid and visiting my family, my grandparents in Pennsylvania. Um, They always had a garden and I would always eat like fresh lettuce and fresh fruits and vegetables. But when I would come back to Florida, I was like, no, I don't want a salad, you know, because it was my grandpa was growing it and we were harvesting and eating it together. And, you know, I never made that connection until I was older, but it was like, I only ate salads in Pennsylvania in the summer with my grandparents, you know, at at that age was, you know, kind of where it grew my love for, for learning about where your food comes from. Um, And then in college, I was just working in restaurants and um, working at Kiki's, doing some prep, working at a place out by the Florida mall that's no longer there anymore. Um, And so I just kind of stayed in that realm. Um, And I worked for Advent Health for eight years when it was Florida Hospital, um, doing children's health and wellness programming and working closely with the um, chef at the Diabetes Institute there. And then I actually um, was connected to Edible Ed when they were on the school campus when it first started and was volunteering. And so I just had a very unique journey of getting to this place. And I was doing health education and creating programs and had some food background. And my health coaching certification had some food food aspects to it and kitchen and cooking aspects to it. Um, But then I was very lucky to train with Chef Allison, who was the previous chef here, and Chef Kevin Fonzo, who um, both prepared me very well for this job. And so that's kind of how I landed here. And what is edible education?
1: So, if you can, if
2: someone has never
1: heard of you, how would you describe edible education experience?
2: So, we're all about creating or bringing people here for a seed to table experience, um, which is going to include the garden and the kitchen, uh, could be including some harvesting, which even the term harvest and the action is not like, what is that? You know, so we talk about some of that even with our adult students. Um, And so really all of our programs, no matter if they're for adults or kids or everything in between, are focused on building confidence, building skills and creating a sense of community around food and around the table and around the experience of creating food. So we do all types of integrative education where it's history, math, STEM and science. for kind of like the school day we do other types of integrative education where it's more focused on mindfulness sustainability environmentalism maybe with a university group Um, and then we even talk about biomimicry and some of the other um, teamwork and different aspects of how we work together in our organizations and how a garden and kitchen experience can kind of have a lot of, um, relations to that. And you can kind of look to the garden and, um, as a guide to, okay, maybe we can make some shifts, you know, among our team or Oregon, um, that, that biomimicry looking to nature to help us solve some of those answers as we have always done.
0: So I absolutely love your organization. Uh, You are located in College Park and I happen to live in College Park and it's cool. I mean, it's I'm trying to describe this to people who have maybe have never driven by your um, spot there, but basically it's gorgeous. You have a two story building surrounded by this lush garden and inside is this large kitchen if you will with different stations and learning rooms but not only that it's you are partnered with Emerald Lagasse and this place is absolutely beautiful it's a it's fairly new so how did that partnership come about and what is his role in what you guys are doing
2: Yeah, so we've been here for about four years, and we've been a little bit of a hidden gem. And then, of course, there was a unique year last year. So, you know, there's all of that. But um, Emeril Lagasse was so wonderful, and he's one of our capital sponsors. So Emeril came down and heard what our garden educator, Brad Jones, and what Chef Kevin Fonzo from K Restaurant College Park were doing at the Orlando Junior Academy campus and how it was serving those students, but they wanted it to be so much more, and wanted to be able to serve more students and adults, and so that's how creating their own nonprofit um, kind of came about. And so Emerald came down, saw that, and. Um, linked up with advent health and said hey you guys are here locally i'm over in new orleans let's do this and so they said yeah (laughs) and um and so they were super generous capital sponsors and um and then we do um, emerald came down for the ribbon cutting and we hope he comes back soon again we'd love to see him It's, it's been a little while and we also interact with his um foundation and we have a board member from his foundation and they tend to um kind of support when we have different fundraisers and going on so
0: So when you post these classes there and you have these cooking sessions going on, how important is it for the people who are participating to be able to just like go outside, pick their fresh ingredients, come back inside and put together this amazing meal?
2: so important we love that there's like a 10 foot and i'm like i can show you i don't know if that would be too sure, silly, but I, i'm right next to the kitchen yeah, yeah. So, so take us I on a tour take you on a bit of a tour mm-hmm. going from the office area and so we're kind of coming into the kitchen the back way there's the garden outside and here behind me is our kitchen and you can see there's some action going on in here there's chef kevin in the back and some of our edible ed staff he's cooking for a wonderful event tonight with QV, which they do some awesome wine education that's really really great and regional and um, even though it's it's wine they actually really align with our mission because they're all about education and um consumption in a, in a healthy way and how you pair that with food. So we really love um, sharing our space with renters like that. And so there's a lot of opportunities. And so you can see some of the seasonal Items growing right behind me. We've got amaran, tomatoes that are kind of getting ready to come out, and we just finished up peach season. Um, and we've also got some big corn growing. See like, the <laughs> corn, but yeah, so lots, lots of goodies.
1: <laughs> so, what is it? I mean, what's that feeling like when you see these kids? Uh, you know, when these in some of these programs where all of a sudden you see them picking the fruit, maybe a fruit or vegetable they would never have eaten, but because they were able to see it from the get go from the seed, you could say, uh, what's that feeling
2: like? It's truly amazing. I mean, the things that you see kids and even adults, because let's face it, adults are really picky and they're set in their ways (laughs) so um, it's truly amazing to see the kids come here and harvest the greens and make a salad and eat it all and go back for seconds and so we really see a lot of picky eaters we have picky eaters all the time teenagers especially and we are always seeing them trying new things here. And that's the amazing part. And sometimes we have to prepare some steps ahead of time, you know, because we only have a two hour class, but there's certain things I know if I prepare the salad ahead, they're not going to eat it. We can make the dessert ahead of time and they're still going to eat it. So there's certain things where we know they need to be part of making the salad. They need to be part of harvesting and chopping the vegetables because when they are, they're going to eat it. Um, and usually they enjoy it. You know, we're very... We're very um, invitational in our education. So there's no, you have to have it or you have to do this. You know, we talk about a no thank you bite, just trying it, don't like it, no thank you. Um, And so it's just great to see even with that super invitational way of teaching that you have kids just eating a beet salad, just eating tons of of those vegetables and the parents are like, oh wow, I didn't think that was gonna happen. (laughs) Don't you think there's been such a huge
0: awareness and transformation over the, maybe the past few decades, maybe, um, where there is all of a sudden, it seems almost like this new, um, importance placed on food education and teaching kids about where food comes from. And maybe obviously with your experience working in the hospital and we see obesity levels rising among all age groups and health issues rising among all age groups. I mean, there seems to be like a growing, you know, uh, awareness about how important this is knowing where your food comes from and how important it is and how healthy it is for you
2: yeah i i'm really thankful for the opportunity i had to work with photo hospital straight out of college about 10 years ago in developing some um, health and wellness program mission fit possible and we were able to take that onto the community into schools in the tri-county area and also i was an educator for their um, weight and wellness clinic which is for kids and teens with diabetes and so what you just described is so true from my experience and perspective because i started 10 years ago i was like a baby starting out and these health and wellness programs going out into the schools there wasn't there weren't posters there weren't this push of that um that health education that florida fresh from florida grown that whole thing that wasn't even in existence um and so you're, you're right there have been even back in my old role from the first five years it was amazing to see like the healthy U.S. um, lunchroom challenge started. Michelle Obama came out with the Let's Move campaign. Um, Florida schools were making a push for fresh from Florida foods. You had um, East End Market opened up. You had all these other local kind of food hubs um, and, and local gross fleet farming became huge. Those front yard gardens and all of that has kind of created this synergy and this energy around, um, health and wellness and even Advent health, you know, and some of the things that they've been doing over there and innovations. So I definitely think you're correct about that. And and especially in the last 10 years, um, not just for kids and schools, but in so many different, um, even like at Publix, you know, you're seeing different signage, um, and those sort of things. And the the, the big box grocery stores are making more of a push to you're seeing, I'm seeing all the time more and more. I'm like, this is from a farm up the street in Publix, you know? So, um, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that I'm excited that we're here at this time and have been here for a few years and are able to be part of that, you know, that shifting Mm -hmm. culture.
1: And you guys are not only just doing cooking classes because Lisa Bell is an amazing gardener and she has this garden in front of her house. I try to grow anything and I just grow weeds. So would I be able to, as a mom, go learn how to garden and be able to take that home and and start, you know, start our own little garden?
2: Yeah, yeah, we actually do have a Becoming a Gardener series. That's for adults. That's a great class. Um, There's an intro Becoming a Gardener class, and then there's follow-up series. Um, Connecting with your community garden is great. I always think there's so much success in collaboration. Um, And then you just, you get so much abundance in a garden. It's so hard to consume it all yourself. And so you're often giving away anyways. Um, So even just learning and taking that to your community garden to be able to grow there, Um, I I see that as kind of, I hope, a way of the future is folks coming together, growing in community. It's so much easier if you can't make it out. Your neighbor can water it for you. Um, You know, there's such a benefit to that. So yeah, we have all kinds of classes um, for for kids, for adults, um, Seed to table, like you said, the garden, more of the seed focus. And then we even have um, various like just fun events where you can come out and learn a little bit interact with the local chef and your ticket is going right back into supporting seat to table education. So it's kind of a, um, a twofold. You get to enjoy an event and you're supporting some great education.
0: So on top of that, what I love about what you offer is obviously age appropriate classes, groups for all different age groups. I know before the pandemic, you also had a lot of date nights. Are you still offering as many things and how did, you know, Going through the pandemic affect you guys because one of your big thing is, is obviously having groups of people coming together. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it was a big shift and we had to cancel quite a few things at the um, beginning of last year when all of that happened. So some of our programs, you know, because it was with schools and students and things that so they were all, you know, not doing field trips. Um, and we were really lucky to be able to just pivot virtually. And we had some friends in the school system that were pivoting, you know, very quickly virtually. And they helped us out on um, dramatic education. Actually, they have a wonderful program and they do different programs in um, some of the Orange County schools. And we were able to um, be a guest on their virtual show and or virtual class and teach on there. And we were able to really learn Zoom quick, learn the virtual quick. And so we rolled out with virtual summer camps last summer. And, you know, it was like one of those, okay, it's going to be great, but it's going to be kind of compromised. And but then (laughs) all these beautiful things happened where. Kids were in their own kitchens cooking. Five-year-olds, yeah. seven-year-olds, twelve-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds, and siblings were coming down. <laughs> hey, what's right? I, uh, I was upstairs playing video games, and I didn't know you were doing this. Birch, you know, I didn't know this was going on. So and yeah. they're joining in, and moms joining in, and they're like, "I don't have a um, juicer." Well, I can use my hand, okay. And so it was just like this really great opportunity to kind of see, okay, there is this wonderful benefit of the virtual classes. And we we're still teaching some virtually, we're doing some in person, but, and we, we definitely love in person, that's our bread and butter, but I can see a virtual component Staying forever now. Well,
0: it does you know? make sense because obviously you serve a large area in Central mm-hmm. Florida. And then not only that, I do think there is a big value of people realizing I don't just have to go someplace to do this, I can actually do this at my own house. Um, yeah. Did you send? That's what we talked a lot about. <laughs> right? Did you
2: send the ingredients to their house or how did that work? So I was going to say one other beautiful component was that because we do have this wonderful outdoor garden, um, we were able to. Add a garden tour component, and so for families that felt comfortable and wanted to come out, and we, you know we were masked and everything, even outside, distanced, mm-hmm. um, they could come as a whole family and go on a sensory garden tour with one of us, typically with our garden educator, but just you know the scheduling, it would be with another educator, and you get a twenty or thirty minute. Tour through the garden and just talking about seasonality and how the different aspects of the garden are working together, and even how that might relate to your own body, like putting water into the garden and and water into your own body. And just there's so many different things that you can talk about. And we had so many families say, This is the only thing we've done this summer. This is the only time we've come outside. And it was so healing. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I took a breath this year, you know, just those kind of. conversations that we were having and so that was a really beautiful part is being able to just offer those garden tours and they could just click and sign up and we had that we've been kind of including that as part of all of our virtual classes as an um, optional offering And, and most people take that up for sure.
1: So how can people get involved? How can how can we sign up? Are there classes all year round? Do you have to sign up and register in the
2: beginning? Is there a waiting list? Give us all the facts. Yeah, so edibleed.org. Um, signing up for our newsletter is definitely the best way to get in the know. Um, we often will send information to our newsletter folks a day ahead. Then it goes on social media. Um, and some of our events do sell out pretty quickly. So that's a nice little benefit of just being on there and being able to get those tickets that day. Um, we have certain events that are free some are ticketed um classes typically you schedule ahead right with the school or we work with homeschool groups or girl scouts or other youth you know wherever kids gather and they want to come and have an experience here we just had a group of graduating high school seniors drive all the way up from um down south to do a beautiful experience here and then they were volunteering elsewhere in orlando afterwards nice. so yeah so edible.org we've got a newsletter we're always looking for volunteers um It's really great because we have, you know, retired teachers, we have gardeners but then we also have um, folks to help us with our audio visual folks that come take photos um, people that just come help wash dishes and help after class and um, or come be a table captain so we have all kinds of unique volunteer opportunities some that you might think of obviously and others that you might not realize um, so that's another another great way to also get connected and p- potentially go to a cool event and volunteer and maybe get <laughs> to even try some yummy food Yeah. <laughs> um, so this. (laughs) Typically perks, there's usually perks of volunteering. Um, yeah. So, so the newsletter coming in as a volunteer and just coming out for a class, either as a family, as a single person, as um, you know, for summer camp, we have our summer camps are almost full, uh, but we do still have some slots uh, for summer camp as well. You talked about how
0: during the pandemic, people would come and walk through the garden and, you know, it was like a cloud had lifted off them. And I think a lot of people find gardening very therapeutic as so of being able to volunteer and, you know, kind of Sampling some stuff is definitely a bonus. Tell us about like some of the menu items though, that you guys prepare in class there. And and these are young kids in some cases yeah. preparing these dishes
2: it's pretty amazing. So we really, you know, we're always focusing on seasonality. What can we get from the garden? Can we get from other local growers if we don't have that? So we really um, vary based on the season, but some things that we make typically every year, because we are always like tabbouleh, we're always making tabbouleh because we have tons of parsley. Um, And it's really great because you can talk about grains and pseudo grains, you can do bulgur or quinoa. So there's so many um, great learning aspects in tabbouleh and as well as knife cuts. Um, We do falafel in that season because there's parsley and we do a baked falafel and everybody loves that recipe and the kids just eat it up. Um, Recently, we've been making these really yummy gluten-free blood orange bars where you actually blend up blood orange and cocoa and chocolate chips and a little gluten-free flour and egg. And you have these amazing bars, Uh, but the kids make, Oh, I mean, we do stuffed shells. We do handmade pasta. We do um, handmade pizza. We make veggie sushi um, Um, And we really love to learn about different cultures and history through food. So even if that's not the objective of the day, we're always going to at least have some component about where did this food originate or how did this food come about? Or is this a more modern thing? And you start to notice that. There's dumplings all around the world that are very simple or there's handheld food all around the world that's very similar. And so it's kind of neat to to see kids and adults picking up on some of those themes and trends and starting to really understand the journey our food has taken even from thousands of years ago to today, not just the journey it takes today, right?
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. And this is such a unique organization. Uh, I'm not aware of any other organization like this really around the country. I mean, you probably know of of other ones, but it seems like this is certainly the only one in Central Florida that's doing something like this
2: so edible schoolyard in Berkeley was a bit of inspiration for us and so there are and that's Alice Waters she's a really prominent chef has done a lot in the food movement and especially for sustainability farmers out in California um, and so that was essentially the inspiration for creating edible education experience now there are other edible schoolyards around the country but the thing with an edible square is they're always just linked to a school or a couple schools mm-hmm. and we wanted to be Able to have more variety in what we do. And, you know, we work with OUC and Advent Health and we work with a lot of um, companies with adults as well. So it just made more sense to kind of um, learn from them. Uh, The team actually went out to Berkeley and trained with them. They do a teacher's academy in the summer. Um, So, Edible Schoolyard is definitely a great uh, inspiration for us and they have all kinds of open source curriculum that we definitely tap into. Um, And we even virtually meet with some of the other Edible Schoolyards. Um, around the country. There's, I think, one in like um, Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and like D.C., you know, there's a few spread Mm -hmm. around the country. Um, and then here you have some other educational kitchens like the Diabetes Institute and Ebony um, Nutrition. And um, and then, you know, Four Roots is gonna be coming up with some educational components, but nothing really that is ours is a total hands-on kitchen. It's a hands-on experience, it's not a demo kitchen. Um, so a lot of kitchens are more of a, you kind of come, you might sample, you more watch a chef and then you eat. Um, but this is very much like, we're gonna put the knife in your hand and we're gonna do this together. <laughs>
0: Well, I That's think awesome Candace awesome. and I need to come and check it out on wine night or some type of date Ooh. night. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just funny because Lisa was talking about how gardening makes is therapeutic where with me, because I don't know what I'm doing. It's more of a stress. <laughs> Stressful. So I think, yeah. Yeah. So I think a little gardening and wine, Lisa, I think that. There could be you the go. Process podcast it's all the problems of the
0: world
2: yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the true thing about the third too with the confidence building not everybody likes to harvest it's like some of them actually just like to clean up like sometimes you have a member on your team that really is that cleanup person you know some people love to plate. Um, so it's just neat to kind of see even with adults and kids where they, um, what thing they hold on to and what thing they they really like. And we encourage that. And, you know, we try to get them to try other things. Um, but it's always great to see how they can kind of find their, 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 um, part in food. It doesn't have to be a specific thing.
0: Well, I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, the work you're doing is incredible and it's such a great thing for adults, for kids to go check out pick some stuff from the garden and then go make some delicious guacamole or something. Mm.
2: Yes, yes, definitely. We just did a little while ago and we always do a guac competition at summer camp. So that's a fun. I like to taste test for that (laughs) (laughs) volunteer for that. Let us know when that's happening. Yeah, (laughs) we do a lot of like, um, grinding up spices too. So like, no, we're not going to get it ground. We're going to grind it up in a a mortar and pestle ourselves. So, Mm. so it's, it's pretty neat to see, to see what they come up with. Well,
0: Erica, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. Best of luck to you guys.
2: Ah, uh, well, we look forward to seeing you here soon for a garden tour. Sounds good. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Have a great day.
3: Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Erica Osti from Edible Education Experience. You can sign up for classes or learn how to volunteer by heading to edibleed.org. You can also find Edible Education Experience on Facebook and Instagram, Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online as well. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. Candace Campos is on social media too. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6 and on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Florida Foodie is available to download wherever you get your podcasts. Please take the time to rate and review us And you can find videos of all of our podcasts at clickorlando.com slash podcasts.